Welcome to Beer Massive, a collection of good beer-centric conversation, interviews, editorials, reviews, and more from a collective of centrally like-minded yet individually opinionated good beer fanatics. From podcasts born in the present, or from our massive library of brewer interviews from years past, we hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do enjoy what you're here, please subscribe. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on tap, at Massive Beers, or email us individually at massivebeers at gmail.com. How you doing, internets? Uh, welcome back to the, the Beer Massif, as someone would say it, but I call it Beer Massif. Uh, podcast network worldwide it makes this sound really important. And, and to put it double that way. incorporated. Yeah, um, we do a lot of different things here. Um, considering we're only a couple weeks old, not really. Uh, a bunch of us have done stuff in the past together, so we're kind of old but new, reinvented, if you will. But um, we've done Reborn. a bunch of stuff. Reborn, yeah, like a phoenix to the front, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, when we're Joe Walsh joined the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> We uh we do the brewer interview thing. If you guys haven't noticed that, um, we got two uh, brewer interviews up. We did um James Priest from the um, Reference Beer Blendery out of New Jersey, and then uh, and then uh, Brian Eaton from Grist House Brewing. We're also going to do a lot of opinion pieces, roundtable stuff like that, and that's what today is. Uh, so a uh, couple of us in the crew here, three of us to be exact, kind of got together and we figured we would talk a couple different things. First off, let's introduce everybody. I am Matt. From Massive Beers, I do that, and a bunch of other different things, beer-related and whatnot. And then we have uh, Herr Jonesy over here. What's going on, brother? You are uh, mm. beer-slinging extraordinaire. Work in the industry as a rep. Yeah, um, selling those beers in Northeast PA, you know, uh, keeping everyone well-satisfied with my dilly-dilly. No, don't say that. <laughs> oh, good God. Gallons upon yeah. gallons of Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. He, he worked- if, if anyone is – if this is up on Wednesday, like, mm. so if anyone's looking – Apparently, Budweiser is free in Philly on Wednesday on the parade route. Like, yeah, I've heard. They, they, they have, I saw that. Yeah. They, they, have, they have a million dollar budget to just give it out. They, so get yeah, messed up, guys. They uh, and then riot. They moved it Thursday though. They moved. Yeah, because of the weather or something. No, but like I'm that. saying if, if this is gonna post on thir- on Wednesday. On Wednesday. So, oh, okay. So yeah. if you're in the Philly area, go on the parade route, free Bud Light, and then riot the fucking hell out of that town. <laughs> I want to see half of it burned it, it, down. Yeah, okay. It's Philly. It's Wednesday. They're like, it's Wednesday. It's <laughs> Thursday. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but uh, Brad brings a nice uh, kind of angle to the show because he does work for 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 the enemy, quote unquote, the enemy. Um, and, and uh, <laughs> But it also brings perspective. He's into really good beer and he knows his stuff about good beer. So it's not so much that he's a company shill. Um, but uh, you might see a couple of those random kind of name drops of the oh, catchphrases and stuff yeah. like that. Because, you know. I get paid per yeah. catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> part of your commission. It is. <laughs> but he was he was part of the old radio show and part of the old radio show and part of a lot of stuff we've done in the past would be Joe. Brewer, yeah, what's, what are we going to call you? What kind of Joe are you? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, we should use before the machine. Name. Before the machine shop uh, moved, I was uh, I was Joe the Brewer. Joe the Brewer. Yeah. I think you're Joe Cowley. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm, I'm Matt Dapkins, and then it's Jonesy. Yeah, well, no, I mean, real names are good. Yeah, They're they good. Are. Joe the because, Irishman. Because uh, for those that don't it's know, Joe did a couple of like uh, uh, the beer review thing for a hot second or two, and longer than that, but. And then he well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you combine the amount of work I actually did to it, yeah, it was about a hot second or two. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you, you were big into the the written reviews for a while there. Yeah, you know, I you bounced were, around from videos like, to NPA writing. Beer reviews, right? Yeah. 
the 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 the, uh, the core of the argument being that he just digs beer and has to be involved with it. So yes. he went to brewing school in uh, in the old uh, top hat of America, mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. Yes, in Ontario. Eh? And that's where and he fell a. in love with hot sauce. So now it he's giving up the brewing game for hot sauce. Yep. Because yep. you know you think of Canada, you think of hot, sauce. hot sauce, and then uh, on the poutine. <laughs> and uh, you left brewing school, brewing school, and you kind of bounced around for a bit, um, kind of getting your feet. And then uh, for the past, what it's got to be at least a year now, right? Almost two years. Two years yeah. in May. Good God, it's been that long. Yeah. You've been. Um, uh, what would your title be? Um, brewer. Brewer. Yeah. At a local brewery. <laughs> At a local brewer. I show up. Yeah, I, show I show up. I show, I show up, up to work when uh, when I'm told, and uh, I do. Uh, do stuff, you know. So we stuff actually, and things. So I mean, it, it, what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk about a couple of things today. But you have me, who's the I think I know everything, but not really. I know enough to be dangerous, but equally enough to be an asshole. So that works for me. Then you have Perfect combo, really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. And you have Jonesy coming from the kind of um, uh, I don't want to say corporate end of things, but I mean, for the lack of a better term, it's kind the of where of, yeah, the sales, sales end. end of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I get to see like the retail side of it, what, kind of what's going on mm-hmm. um, in our market, you know, and I, I get to see more of um, like a ride, a, a more of a wide variety of uh, economic areas with my route, like so more rural areas, hunting areas, and then a, a pretty big tourist area where you get a lot of New York, Philly. So it's interesting to see like the the combination and what's selling where. I was just gonna say that, like, what, like, what is what's popular where, like, what if it's we... Philadelphia people coming in, like, if you go over to like, say, like Blakesley, like, um, Jack Frost, Big Boulder, like mm-hmm. the ski resorts that are up there now. Geez, I mean, like, honestly, Philadelphians, it's Philadelphia beer, like they kill Victory and Yards, you know, any of that stuff that's up here. But I mean, like in our area, in the Poconos, like I say, like the Tannersville area, that's where you get a good mix of New New York, New Jersey, Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, craft beer. It's it, as much as I mean. The, everyone that goes in, they'll be, might be getting a thirty pack of some kind of light beer. You know, that's their crusher beers, and then they're always picking up a twelve pack or, a, you know, another case of craft mix and match. But I mean, honestly, all the brands that are hot, like nationally or like regionally, is in our area. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's it's kind of touches on a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about today with what's going on as far as the brewers and. And the beers are kind of, or the things that are happening, basically, what we're going to talk about. But then you talk to Joe here, and you get kind of more kind of small brew brew end of things, where you're actually, yeah. you know, you know, hustling and, and, and dealing beer, you know, by yourself, self-distributing and doing what you need to do to get by. So I think it's a cool little combination of, yeah. uh, of folks and people and whatnot, especially for the sub- subjects we're going to cover, which are what? I don't know. Do you guys know? Yeah, I think we're gonna go with um, we're gonna go with the future kind of of craft beer, like uh, brewer wise size. We're gonna see like where you know talk about a bubble. Mm-hmm. Is it, is there a bubble? Yeah, like essentially yeah. where the the I wouldn't even go future more like where the next year or two is gonna take us beer wise because I think we're at a turning point uh, where breweries are gonna end up. Yeah. Uh, from small to large, I think there's mm-hmm. a there's gonna be a big thing, and then we're gonna kind of wrap it up with a little bit of. Uh, uh, touching on rate beer awards, not so much what we think of their awards because I mean their awards, you know, it is what it is. But why certain things won and and what goes on, and also wrap it into do they matter? And coming from the world of AB and Bev, AB and Bev owns a portion of a company that owns a portion of rate beer. Does that actually make any sense? I mean that that that's been hashed out before by a bunch of other podcasts, but 
I mean, we'll go at it and see what's what. More competent than us. Yeah, yeah, way <laughs> more competent. But um, hey, if you're listening, then um, yeah, apparently we are have semi competence. I mean, is that a word? Is that a correct yeah, phrase? I'd, I'd say so. I say it confidently enough to where it sounds like it's right. So here we go. If you uh, say it enough, they'll believe you. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, half-assed yeah. about this. Ha- yes, half The great George Costanza, if you believe it, it's not a lie, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's kick off, kick it off with the, the big topic, the one that was kind of impetus for us hanging out and kind of have a group chat going, talking about what we wanted to talk about, and it was basically all wrapped around Smutty Nose. And it's, it, it, for those that don't know, if you go out there and look, Smutty Nose is up for public auction next month. I'm guessing more time, uh, 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 almost definitely, they get bought before they go to auction. I'm assuming that'll happen. Who I think, knows? I, I think at this point they have no choice, though. It has to go. Really? It's, it's a sheriff's auction. Is it? Yeah, like it has to go to auction. Mm. Now, granted, I think some of the bigger players will be in there, like oh, to, to auction, like to during the buy. But I think at this point it has to go to public auction. Yeah, see, I, th- I thought t- at the time of the article, they actually had to, they had a little bit of time extra. That could be me just reading it wrong or whatever. But, uh, I mean, regardless. Yeah, when I was looking at I didn't see anything about, like, time-wise. It was more just, like, when it was going. I think it's, like, early next month. Yeah, in, in March, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that led us to thinking about where beer is as far as, you know what I mean? It, 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 I have an idea of where it is. What did you What did you take from the article? Let's put it that way. Let's go that route instead of answer posing the questions first. When you read it, what did you think? Well, I, I think first we have to touch on like where we're at. So, Smutty knows us in the Northeast, like they're out of New Hampshire, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But like they're kind of one of the first players in the craft game in our area of Pennsylvania. You know, you had the Dogfish Heads, the Sam Adams. Like, Smutty Nose was one of those that came on the scene mm-hmm. first in our area. You know, I mean, like, in a bigger way. I'm People that were in the know probably had other breweries that were out there, imports, craft, things like that. But Smutty Nose was one of the first ones you kind of saw out there with the Sam Adams. And the- yeah, if you, if you went out to, you know, any kind of bottle shop, yeah. uh, that's... That stuff that you saw, like their robust porter and like all that, yeah. like the old brown dog ale or something. the blueberry. Yeah, uh, no, that's shipyard. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another one that's like. Oh, it's Smutty. Yeah, Smutty knows is the there's the um the, it's like the Smut Labs now. Yeah, Smut Lab series. Yeah. But yeah, so like they were kind of a, like not a huge player. They they weren't on the Sam Adams level, mm. but they were notable. They were in our area. You could see them. You know, so like at first you get you kind of get taken by surprise with the article. Like, oh man, like they're up for auction. You know, but then I said when you, you when you read into it and you see what's happening and you know you hear the stories of what's going on. It, I mean, it seems like they're not going to be the last, not even by far. Like this is something that's going to start happening. So like I mean, seeing it from my point of view, from being in the industry, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. So, like, I wasn't all that surprised. I was just kind of surprised it was them as, like, one of the first ones that, that this is happening to. Like, to just go up for, for this kind of auction? Yeah, or? I mean, because most of them, like I said, most of the times, and I think Matt touched on it, like, you usually get bought out first if you're doing, you know. Yeah, that. Even if you even if you overextend yourself financially, like, if, if your product is there, most of these guys are just be like, okay. You know, I mean, Miller Coors, AB, you know, Heineken. Mm-hmm. You know, Boulevard, or what's Boulevard, uh, Duvel. Duvel, yeah. You know, like, a lot of these guys are just looking to get regional-type stuff, so, like, it's kind of weird that it didn't get bought up, because if you're just hurting financially, you could easily just I throw mean, a couple it, mil at it and, you know, 
you're done. Do you think there's a do you think there's a reason they haven't been bought out yet? And it's it's come to this I think stage. I don't know. It didn't say it in the article, but I think it's just like a defaulting on like the loans and uh, stuff like that. You know, like you over, overextend yourself financially, and then you just can't survive. Can't, yeah, can't yeah almost similar to like somebody that gets you know gets in a car lease, and then they're like, okay, I don't want to be in this. Someone take over my lease and be like, no, I'm not taking that lease over, dude. Like you made a bad decision as far as the financials about what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now that's also has to do with a company gambling on themselves going okay we see where the market is going at the time when they did it when they took out the kind of the loan they did they were projecting a certain point at where the market was when they saw it but beer crap beer i forget when they actually like expanded their facility it wasn't that long ago it was probably i want to say only about five or so years ago Uh, i mean again i could be wrong but that's just off the top of my head back five years ago the 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 beer landscape now is infinitely different than it was five years ago the beer drinker is infinitely different the bulk beer drinker i should say in in what breweries are trying to do so they might have just had a wrong vision about where the world was going to go they did the whole um kind of let's build a brewery that's going to make these specific beers and have a kind of you know, a restaurant tied to it and a farmhouse and do all that kind of stuff, which is very appealing. And it's what people want to do. But it, 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 it they almost went in on the old school model of let's just go ultra brew pub with like having like, let's go bottled beers to specific markets and have a brew pub like it was for years and years before. And then now you look at that and and while those places exist regionally, and they work well regionally, like, and I'm talking about locally, like, we have local places that can do that well, to do that on, like, a, a production level, to where you you need to, the money you need to make to keep a facility like that open after carrying a nut that big, I don't know if you can do it unless you're so big or you have the backers, like a, a secondary financial person, like, whether it be the Duvels of the world or the ABM beds of the world. Yeah, I, I was going to get into that, like, with... um. So being able to have access to some of the breweries like that I deal with, um, we've had some events and most notably was, um, we had an event in the fall last year with devil's backbone, right? And the head brewer came up and we were talking to him. He did a beer dinner. It was a great event and very informative, but when we got to talking to him, we were talking, he was talking about the history of the brewery and he said they faced I think it's probably like a similar thing that Smutty Nose was facing. They expanded, 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 and they got to the point where the bank was just like, we don't care. Like, you have no more money. Even though, like, they're they're being so successful and their beer is, is just a juggernaut yeah. in Virginia, they got to the point where the beer in, like, the, the expansion process was so fast, the banks didn't care anymore. Like, it was just like, we don't care you're successful. We can't give you a loan for that size. Like, we won't back that. Like you said, then you have to get a secondary, you know, uh, financial person in there, somebody that's looking to invest in your company. And so from what I understand, like, they were they were um, approached by AB way before they actually signed up with AB. And it was like, no, 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 we're fine. And then they hit that point where it was just, like, financially – there was nowhere else to go. Hey, can we you take know, a like, second look at that? Yeah, it was either you <laughs> need to stay where you're at and just mm-hmm. keep going where you're at and just fill your state up or like the surrounding states mm-hmm. or like to get to that next step that they wanted to get to, 
they needed outside money. And I think, like, you know, so they made the choice for AB. I don't know if that choice was there for Smutty Nose. Was anyone else saying, hey, we can give you that money? Or was it they were just maxed out where they were at and they just couldn't get over that threshold? See, and, and that's the thing. That's where I think I don't believe that. And and I say that in this sense. I think it ha- it's not just one thing. Obviously, it just can't be just one thing. It can't be a business loan. Yeah, that, I mean, that the, it can't the, be there made. has to be more. I think it's a combination of of either blinders or being myopic and not understanding where the beer where beer is headed, and 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 also a stubbornness because you have companies like if you look at companies like Smutty Nose. If you look at companies like Devil's Backbone, if you look at those those kind of breweries, the, for, and this isn't putting breweries down. I'm not trying to do this, but the Trogues of the world, those kind of victories of the world, those kind of breweries the, that are just kind of, I, I don't want to say middle of the road breweries, but the breweries that they produce bottles of beer and they definitely have a brown ale involved. They definitely have some kind of robust porter involved. They, they have the X Y Z. Yeah, they you have need a, they, these particular styles. Like someone went through the on. the glo- the main glossary of the BJCP book, and then and then and then that's what they go to market with. And they go to market with that in a, in a culture that is an iPhone culture, to where the attention span's five seconds long, mm-hmm. and you need to either be hit in the face by a fucking two by four flavor wise in order to fucking resonate with you and whatsoever. You have these breweries come. To market with this stuff and old hat shit like i love me a fucking you know uh, whatever you want to call it like I, I love belgian doubles give me an old school like you know what i mean west coast ipa and if it's done in yeah. a way i'll love it but that's not where that's not where the pulse of where the money is made nowadays no, is it's big mm, and juicy or it's, yeah. it's bourbon aged it, it's big stouts it's and and i think if they're it, it, they just chose not to go there they're like we will survive because we are who we are and there's a bit of arrogance to that and it's almost like it, you feel bad especially for somebody knows i don't feel bad for you know what i mean yeah. like uh like devil's backbone but for somebody knows like you kind of feel bad but you're also like it's kind of your own fault dude you know what i mean because you just didn't pivot you didn't you didn't understand a conversation and you you were the newspaper industry you were the record you're the cd industry and i think i think coming out with like the smut labs series was almost like a too little too late kind of a thing mm-hmm. like is that nest nece- like what i had from them wasn't that impressive yeah. but i did yeah. i had some amazingly impressive things from them but what they did is they i mean i don't know how it's a bad analogy but they lewis ck'd me and that they didn't jerk off my face. What they did was they just they they were comedians they just, comedian. They made a beer that made yeah. me happy because I was a beer nerd in their mm-hmm. their triple brandy barrel aged Belgian quad or their 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 weirdly hopped saison did it mm-hmm. for me. Whereas the general public, the person it, who's it like. Didn't. It, it just didn't resonate them with them, so all. they were like, "Let's make these crazy creative beers, and people will dig it." Well, yeah, the brewer, all the brewers dug it. The shit out of yeah. everything. Yeah, like I'm not done. talking about like their bigger stuff, like their Imperial Stout or like their Doppelbach, like the stuff that that before the Smut Labs came out in Bombers. Like that stuff was great. The I big beer that. series, yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, big yeah. beer series. I love, I loved all that stuff, but See, I like those kind of beers. So like you, it's it proving exactly what you just said. Yeah. I liked that because that's. 
It, but that's the thing. We don't keep breweries in business. No, we, no, don't. we don't. We don't. Not at all. We don't. Like it's 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 the dude who's like, you know, goes to Olive Garden on a, uh, during the week, but mm-hmm. every now and then he sneaks out and he grabs himself a case of, of Golden Road. You know what I mean, or whatever it is. You know what I mean. To where can he, we name? <laughs> can we name a Miller Coors product? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but no, you know what I mean. Like it, it, it's it's a weird thing. Terrapin. Because, yeah. <laughs> they. It, I, I think. It, and it's it sucks to bang on somebody knows because it's going to come off like a little bit of a bang fest, but they they're creating the conversation, so they're the ones that get us talking about I, it. I, I think one of the biggest issues too, like that we're we're starting to see now in the craft world, it's not a steady climb to go from homebrew to production, and then from production to success, and then to to get to that top. Like, say we'll just go with like the Sam Adams range Mm -hmm. it's not a hill anymore no you get to a point it's a cliff you have you have to jump yeah right and to make that point so you have these guys that are just doing very well in their own niche markets in their own area that know like like Matt said maybe they have more of a finger on the pulse or they're doing it their way and it's working you get your hill farmsteads you get your alchemist where like outside of that new england area it's only up for trade like they're not producing it and sending it right so like to get to the next step even for someone like them you know it's a jump you have to jump to that next level yeah and have the money to do it and i think that's where some of these guys if not just money knows it's going to happen to some other ones in there they're not going to have that money to jump. You're going to get stuck in the middle, mm-hmm. and then it's either oh they're going to die, and that's yeah. that's the that's the core of it. It's retract back to something else, or go the buyout route route where you sell your product off, or even like where we're seeing now, um, ABV. You're seeing a collaboration of multiple brewers now protecting themselves like a, I mean I know there's other ones out there CBA and stuff like that, the, but like the, they're, they're the, banding together, so you have like Southern Tier and Victory. Mm-hmm. Made AB, yeah. ABV. Yeah, they're not going to be the only two in there. They're going to find some. They're going to find other yeah. people. middle of the road guys that don't. Yeah. But but it protects you. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So no, and and, and like honestly, like it, it, I'm interested to see what happens because what's going to happen, which is what you touched on, or what I think is going to happen, which is what you touched on. We've talked about it before. Is that basically you have right now? Uh, there's almost like a multi-tier system inside of craft beer right now. There's the juggernauts of the world there's sierra nevada there's sam adams there's stone there's all these ones that are almost untouchable like they can do whatever they want and they'll still exist because if they you know if they don't meet you know profit numbers that the board wanted them to they're going to be yelled at they're not going to go under then on the bottom of that you have the super micro nano places like where joe works right now or you have like the kind of even smaller breweries i mean like you know, like the equilibriums of the world or the canes of the world or, or the tired hands of the world, those kind of breweries. Then you have that kind of secondary next level brewery, that, which is now like, you know, the, the uh, treehouse of the world, like the ones that are just a bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And then you have the smutty nose of the world. You have the devil's backbones of the world. You have those ones in the middle where they're just not big enough to survive but they're not small enough to where they can just like, okay they let's just, just step back to yeah. where we were you just they can't do no, that they've already put that stuff in they've already put the effort like, they put the money in yeah to, to and, get to that step and well, they, i mean and that's where we're at 
we mm-hmm. we're seeing it. Like you said, I mean, you have those mid level guys. You you look at who was it? Um, Alpine buying out uh, Green Flash, right? Or mm-hmm. vice it was, versa? It was the other way around. Yeah. Right, but, not, but, but now out. you have now you have Green Flash pulling out of thirty three states. Yeah. So like that's the that's the other side of it. Re- they mm-hmm. retract, retract it. it. Like oh retract shit, we, oh shit, we can't do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's too big for us. Yeah. It, but it, it's almost like a weird thing's gonna happen because it, it, it seems like this might be the first drop in the pond of a change of mindset. And this is just a guess on my part, but. It used to be there were breweries that kind of you know we could weed was that they were not necessarily the brewers there but the investment investors were investors they wanted to make money like the people yeah. who financed the brewery so when it came to the point of selling to AB and Bev that was a boon for them that's what they wanted that's what they wanted to do in the end not the brewers again just the investors of it and then there was this kind of before them and after them there was this kind of mindset of if we get big enough we'll be bought out does this call a turning point to where abm bev or miller cores or whoever sees this and goes let's let these breweries fail and then buy them on pennies on a dollar yeah i mean i, I well, think that could be a strategy it's kind of like when um almost like when prohibition hit and you had all these breweries that were getting bought out by by bigger companies you saw it all across Canada, like I forget the the breweries in um, in question, but they, you know, they'd buy out small, um, they'd buy out a small company, and they'd go, okay, this brand does well. You're only going to make this brand now. We own your company, but you are responsible for like this lager, and that's it. They might be going into the into that mindset again of like we're just going to keep the core brands that do well for you and that resonate with the most people possible or they're going to just look at it and go maybe we should just let some of these kind of go by the wayside and clear up room for ourselves yeah yeah and And our other craft lines that even we've already got even when you have the bigger guys like you have your heineken's your uh duvel's AB and Bev. I almost separate yeah. Duvel from this conversation. No, but, 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 I, like, but in a sense, yeah. Not, but no, like but, but what I'm like, what I was going to get into on that. So each one of them, even in their buying strategies, have different mindset. So like AB Miller Coors, they're buying it up, so you don't have it. Yeah. So they have more gun power in the fight, right now. I mean, it is still strategical. Like AB looks as regions. They want they want breweries in regions. Mm-hmm. You know, so the Northeast, so they, they bought Blue Point. You know, the, they wanted the Carolinas. They get Wicked Weed. Yeah. You know, that's what they're looking for. And they're looking for styles. Okay, we have one that does an IPA. This guy does fruit beers. That guy does lagers. Right? And then you have the really hyper-focused ones, like a Duvel. Like, and I think with Duvel, like, what they're doing is more like, I think they're buying based on the breweries and the styles and the stuff that they like. You know, where they have Omegang or Omegang. Right, and that's like the Cezanne and stuff like that. And then they, then you go into, they go to Firestone Walker, they go to Boulevard. Like, these mm. are, even though they're bigger breweries, like, they're more like, like the, the, they're, they're more like, like, barrel, like beer like, nerd breweries. Like, yeah. They're, like, they're doing stuff that, like, isn't a popular style, per se. They might have some or one or two that are. But, like, I think Duvel is, like, more like they're helping them. 
by just giving them money. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean that's true. They're buying stuff that they like, but it's they're not they're not magnanimous. Do you know what I mean? Like this is like this is they're buying breweries that'll keep the conversation going of the beers that they make too. So if they keep those breweries in in in, in up and running, yeah. then Duvel still has a place in the market and makes mm-hmm. sense here. Yeah. They're they're not going to lose money on these breweries, but those are breweries that are going to chug out beers and they're going to Boulevard's growing. You know what I mean? Oma Gang is I don't I would say they're growing. They're not growing by leaps and bounds, but they're not going anywhere soon. But again, Firestone no, Walker is expanding probably bigger than anybody else, but they're also making the beers not just Duvel likes, but Duvel makes in close to it. So when you go to a place it, you would maybe pick up a Duvel now because though that beer is in the conversation with those other beers. Yep. No, and I said and then you have other ones that are out there like I mean Heineken buys out Lagunitas. You know, I mean that's just that I mean that, that makes no sense. It's not like, oh, well, here's Heineken, here's a West Coast IPA. You know, I mean, for them, that was like, okay, no, but but, but it said like, so it was, it was a business decision. It wasn't like, Mm, that was Tony McGee loves weed and and Heineken's in Amsterdam. That's all that was. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it could be that. (laughs) No, but I'm saying like, but, but it's one of those, it's just funny. Like if I'm just going to use the, the big two, the, the Miller and the AB, if they touch anything, it's a curse. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe that person sold the Miller. I can't believe they sold the AB. But then you have Heineken, who's a, a worldwide player that comes in and buys a huge West Coast brewery, and it's almost like it was like people were like, oh, oh okay, we're, we're fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. So I said, it. I mean, there's a lot of things going on within the industry, and there's a lot of people out there. I mean, there's bigger breweries in Germany and stuff like that that could afford to buy people over here if they really want to start getting into that game. But it's like, at what point are you just like, are you doing it? To, are you doing it to just get into the U.S. scene, like, or, or getting more of a foothold, like you were saying? But but you made an interesting statement, and in that and that like when when AB and Bev or Miller or whatever buys these breweries, they get a kind of stink on them. You know what I mean? They get that they get the scarlet letter on their chest. That's what Smutty Nose has without being bought out now, though. That's why they weren't doing well. They they were relegated because of their price point and what they produced. They got relegated to the mix of six section. So you had all these people in the Instagram world where they got to take pictures of the coolest beer going, I'm not going to take a picture of that Smutty Nose I'm drinking and be like, that yeah. doesn't resonate with, well, it, with it's the like people. what I said so, before, like before we started, uh, started the podcast, like you got into, you know, craft beer, you started drinking better beers and you're like, oh, I'll pick up a Smutty Nose. And then you go down the line, you're like, I'm not going to really grab that Smutty Nose anymore. You know, I'm going to go on to something else. Maybe you have, maybe you have, maybe that's the kind of brand loyalty that people have when they switch over. But my- like, but some people could do, like, kind of what I'm getting at is um, maybe there's people who kept it going, but I know but- I'm not one of the, like... Where, and I, again, it's not cut and dry, but where's, where's the fault at that is, sm- not- is smutty nose it, 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 do we not pick the smutty nose up because we've changed and evolved past smutty nose mm-hmm. or do we not pick smutty nose up because they didn't change and evolve at the times so there's a combination of the two or is there more to you know what i mean like it, it could be a bit of both honestly. like you know what i mean like yeah. that's like i always hearken on breweries that like make a bunch of different beers like whether it be mm-hmm. cane or rushing duck because i i could take someone to rushing duck and probably spend two years with them and they would evolve from the dad's breath hellas lager mm-hmm. up until some crazy barrel age this that and the other thing in one brewery and be able yeah. to get 
and then be like, you know, that's that's cool, whatever. But that could have been their favorite beer when they got in there. Yeah. But there's there's growth within the brewery. Is did Smutty Nose just not produce it? I know they made the big beer series, the Gravitation stuff like that. They try to go to small bottles and try to get it out there. But where's where where does a brewery like that figure it out? I mean, I guess if I knew that, I'd make a million dollars being a consultant for a brewery. But yeah. is it is it is it as cut and dry as they took out too much money and didn't, didn't change fast enough? I don't is know. that well, it? I, I don't have know. they have they updated their website their no. labels or yeah they they like revamped they, their labels a couple times they just got they just stayed like cheesy yeah okay because like the point I'm I'm going into with that is um, when uh, when Weyerbacher revamped all their stuff I started talking about Weyerbacher again you know and it was kind of getting to a point where I was like all right I could walk by I could I could walk past I'm not saying <clears> that this is what they needed to do but I'm just like. I it kind of it it popped Weyerbacher back into my brain. Yeah, but I was Weyer, like, Weyerbacher changed their labels. I think right when they got a new brewer and started mm-hmm. changing recipes. I think it was a like I started liking Weyerbacher more when they did that too. Yeah, but I think it was more when they brought on a but new like brewer the, and they the actually initial, tweaked the recipes. The initial and got them better. getting back into my like my attention. Yeah. was that re rebranding of labels? Just something so what, drastically what, what different. What label from of before. tiny? Is your favorite? Uh, <laughs> that's that's tiny, the only nice label they do. The one tiny label that said, "Oh, they all still suck." <laughs> well, because there was the what the stars. There was the the guy lifting the weight in the lion, right? The lion is the is the by far the best have, one. I would have come into like looking at Weyerbacher around the guy lifting the weight. Yeah. This is 2012, 2013, I think. Or, was wait, well, no, was was it the lion before the the? No, it was lift? after. Line okay. was after. Line was still the car. Either, it, it was, either way, Tiny's stars. not a style of beer yeah. that I would have gone toward. It, it was, I don't it was like the Belgian stars was the original one. <laughs> but, I mean, no. getting off track slightly. Okay, no, but. But, okay so w- what you were getting back to, like, when you were saying that you got to look at it from even, like, the big guys in the craft game have had that issue that you were talking about, like, where they lose relevance or, like, they need to start, you know, doing what, the public wants. And I mean, you even look at Sam Adams, like Sam Adams, Boston lager, you know, ton of seasonal beers. Here's a variety pack, a variety pack, this, that, and the other thing. I mean, for years they said they weren't going to do like big IPAs and they weren't going to do this and they weren't going to do that. Well, guess what? The mar- the market dictated that you better they start doing to it. do this, you know? And then all of a sudden it's, it's, you know, the rebel series and it's the rebel raw and all this stuff. But they had the money behind it to develop it and market it and all this other stuff. Like, if you're at that point where you don't have that and you're trying to make that change into yeah. that system, like, unless you find unless you find something that's a, just a hit right out the gate, mm-hmm. like, yeah. oh, I mean, like, I created this new triple IPA that's hazy as hell. And, and then people will see it. I mean, because, I mean, that, that buzz is always there. But if you're that middle of the road... That's a tough change to make where you're, you're going off your traditional stuff. And to be honest with you, and I mean, maybe Joe can back me up on this with his his expertise. Not all brewers know how to brew everything. Some brewers only brew a style. Yeah. Like some guys are just lager brewers and they're really good at it. Right. So if you don't have a like a diverse team and you have a head brewer that's only focused on like he likes brown ales, he likes, you know, I think old English bitters there, and, he, and he likes Scottish it. strongs. Like you're not going to be like, OK, I want you to make me this uh, oatmeal tr- triple hazy IPA for me, please. But that that's a I think 
that's a comfort level as a brewer. So you, if you start out, I could very easily be that kind of brewer of like, I just do big beers. I like, I, I know how to do those and that's all that I, I can brew. But you, you, if you have a comfort level of being like, yeah, let's see, let's try this and let's see how we can do it. Maybe we need to do a small batch first and then tweak it from there. Yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, done right, you done, can, done right, you can be, you can be a niche brewer. You can yeah, if you're absolutely. a logger brewer, yeah, and, and you're doing it right, the people will find you. Like you, 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 you can just sit there and crank out all different types of loggers, you know, dark loggers, whatever you want to do. Like or get into some of these guys that just like, is it rare barrel that does like all the sours, mm-hmm. you know, it's just stuff like that. Whereas like, yeah, they there's, do they do uh, they they do other beers, but people might know them for their sours. Well, I mean, they're killing it. Yeah. You're killing that style. Keep doing it. Yeah, keep going. But I, I, I think you made the most sense when you're talking about like, um, like, uh, how do I put it? Uh, about the brewery being big enough to do the things they need to do. It's it, or being comfortable enough, being established enough to do what they need to do. It's like Sam Adams is like someone who, you know, you could. Okay, it's like the owner and head brewer of Santa Sam Adams bought a Ferrari. And the owner slash head brewer of Spotty Nose bought a Ferrari. If the Ferrari breaks down, Jim just goes from Sam Adams. This is like, go fix it. And then grabs his other car. The guy from Spotty Nose is like, I'm fucked. Because I put all my money into the Ferrari. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any more money. Uh, yeah, I can't. To, do I, like, I don't have money to fix just it. Just let the grass you know what I mean? grow like, around it. It's, it's just we're, whatever. And that's, and that's where... And it, do I love... That somebody throws their balls against the wall like a piece of spaghetti in hopes of fucking six. Horrible analogy, but I'll use it. Sure. You know what I mean? I love people that take a chance. You yeah. know what I mean? But you, when you take a chance and you're taking a chance with beers that if you step back and looked and you understood that it's not going to resonate on a level to where people are going to talk about it. And that's the thing about beer. That's what it comes down to. It's probably one of the biggest industries to where it's totally driven by the consumer. Yeah. All it product is driven by the consumer, yeah. but beer more than most is driven by word of mouth and be like, this shit's fucking awesome. Sure, it's opinion-based and it's subjective, but that's what drives it. And I, I've i said, holy shit, this fucking nine-year-old Baltic Porter from the Big Beer Series is fucking crazy to yeah. go. But I've never heard any other person in my life come to me and go, man, fucking smutty nose. Now, brewers, you know what I mean? You're talking about how well that brown ale is made. They're robust porter. Do you know what I mean? Beers like yeah. that. It is the, it's the, and I keep saying to Lou CK, like there's wieners involved, but it's, 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 it's a, they were a brewer's brewer and they decided not to be a brewer's brewer and be a big boy brewer and throw all their money into a system and grow and expand when they just, that usually doesn't happen with a brewery that does those things. I love that. I wish they made it. I wanted them to make it. It's not me making fun yeah. of them, but I just, I just, I, when you said it, when we came in and you heard about the news of Spunny Nose going under and you were surprised, I was not surprised at all. And one, and I was like, that kind of makes sense. I'm like, it just kind of makes sense. But I, I mean, like the problem also too, like and we touched on it, like the, it's consumer driven, like the consumers drive anything in this field. But like what the nuance is that a lot of people don't realize if you're not in the industry or like really heavily involved in the craft and in drinking the beer, it's not just like the beer. Like Joe touched on it. 
it's packaging, it's this, it's that, you know, like somebody at ball, you know, cans the one day was just like, we got a lot of silver 16 ounce cans, you know? And then like one brewer picked it up and then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, we can't produce these enough. Like that type of thing. And that so, actually, that flipped from 12 yeah, ounce cans but, to 16s. But you look at like little things like that, that can put a brewer, like not even to put them on the map. Cause there's mm-hmm. some that are on the map and then they, they hit on something that just like blows up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean a prime example for me in the, in Pennsylvania, I don't know where it's at the rest of the world or anything like that, but in Pennsylvania, like Founders, which is an established brewery, makes good beer from pale to dark to barrel aged. You know, they hit on that all day IPA 15 pack. And I mean, every wholesaler in this area that has it, that like that, that's their brand. They're like Scrooge McDucking naked through dollar bills in, in, in their vault somewhere because it's like one of the hottest packages on the market. Mm-hmm. Like who the hell would have said like a 12 ounce can of an IPA that's a session IPA in a 15 pack, yeah. you know, like not a 12 pack, not a full case, a 15 pack. And I mean, they, the guys in this area hammer through that stuff. I mean, like you have little six pack shops doing pallets of it a week. That that's how fast it's going in our area, mm-hmm. you know. So they said like that's how fickle the beer industry is. Like Matt said, like oh you're a brewer's brewer. There's a lot of them out there. Like I mean, uh, Sierra Nevada comes to mind every time I talk to a brewer. Like what do you like? They, they love like the way the Sierra Nevada does it, you know. And like you said, Smutty knows like oh that's a great like Baltic Porter. That's a great brown ale. Well, like I mean, a lot of these styles for any reason and not just with Smutty knows. Some of them just aren't fan favorites. Like, no one cares. Like, a brown ale. Oh, you did a good brown ale. Whoop-de-doo. You know, like, I, I mean, and I'm saying, like, I'm, even with me and my my palate, Surly might have the best brown ale I've ever had. And, like, that's one of the only brewers out there that, like, comes to mind that I'm like, wow, that was a great brown ale. You know, and and that's what you have to deal with. And, and, and that's not even just regional you have to deal with it as a brewery national because you leave the Northeast, you go to the West Coast, you, you want to expand into other states. These other states don't care who you are. And I mean, Pennsylvania is a prime example for that. We love what's ours. We love what's in our area. And I mean, we might bring Jersey in and be like, oh, they're like our brother. They're over here. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, like we have so many brands from the West Coast, from the Midwest, that were juggernauts, like your Deschutes, your Nankasi, like these guys that were just killing it on the West Coast, and they were like, oh, we're going to go to Philly. And Philly was like, fuck off. Like, right, like, like your brand just died in Philadelphia because yeah. Philly didn't give a fuck who you were. And I think that's the problem with a lot of this stuff is like these guys like, okay, Smutty Nose is doing well up here, or Green Flash out on the West Coast, doing well, expands East. We don't give a shit who you are. You know, you you make a big hop to IPA. Well, there's a thousand guys right here that do that. You know, so like I mean, I think that's how fickle the market is. It's it's regional, it's statewide, and no one cares. So like, if you get stuck in a in an in between area, you know that you're gonna fall by the wayside. And you're also you're kind of seeing it with like the hazy IPAs now. Like on the West Coast, they a lot of brewers. We've talked to a lot of them. You, they could they could do three hours on how much they hate the hazy IPA. Yeah, but you but that's you, then what people want. Like, that's what 
how many brewers have you talked to that are just like, I hate that style, but that's what my fans want. Yeah. And they make it. Yeah. yeah and like, like the, mm, the difference being like out here, like that's what people but, are grasping it, onto. It know, is, like, that's what but are doing. there's so many brewers that do it without it and do it well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a weak argument. I get it because it's easy money and it's easy, easy to fall into easy money. There's a lot of breweries that some of them make a hazy IPA, but that's like one out of 20 rotations out of their portfolio. Mm. So just to be like, you have brewers, whether it be like, you know, whether it be the West Coast, you know, guys, you're monkish and stuff like that. Or you have the East Coast guys, whether it be like, you know, the guys that even and the guys at Equilibrium. I love those guys. But, you know, right now, 85% of their portfolio is the hazy IPA. Yeah. That actually is the... Def, not definition. The reason why Smoney doesn't doesn't exist, I think, too, because it's it's not it's 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 not tickable by the general public in a way that garners attention. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, like no one was like, "Man, I got to run through all these Smoney Nose base beers to get up on my Untapped and shit." You know what I mean? Like, just people bring up Untapped. It's, yeah, it's not something that people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna, yeah." It doesn't it's, carry it's any weight. It's not seeking out to yeah. check it in on Untapped. It's Oh, this is the best thing they have. I guess I'll check it in. Or, or no, and be like, "Why? Oh, let me go to the, my local mix of six and, yeah, and get some it, ticks." Do you know what I mean? That doesn't work in, in a lot of these people's brains. Mm-hmm. So it end, almost ends up dying in the vine like that. Where yeah. you have brewers nowadays. I mean, the hazy IPA. You can even see the evolution. It used to be like, "Let's make this kind of crazy hazy IPA." Be like, "Okay, now let's make a crazy hazy IPA," and then talk about there being hops in it. And then be like, okay, let's make a crazy hazy IPA, and then talk about it having extra hops in it. And now it's like, let's come out with the same exact beer and put slightly different hops in it, and each one will give a different name to where it's literally the same exact fucking beer over and over again. We just call it a different thing, and then everybody's like, oh, that new one, I got to get the new one. Well, you, you know what, the new one has like 95% of all the old stuff in it, just a 5% difference, but since we change the name, now you have to fucking have it. Yeah, and that's that the culture people yeah, live in. That's that's what we've done. Yeah, and that's we've, we've done this literally the same thing. That's the same culture. Beer, it's a I, know, name now. I know. <laughs> and that's the culture people's fucking I heard is neon. <laughs> <laughs> that's the culture. That's the way people's brains are trained now. To where it's like if if you're not if it's not a new name and you see it again. Not to keep the banging back on on uh, on um, uh, equilibrium, but like like if they do a release when I go when we went up there and interviewed them. We picked this one specifically because they are releasing a name, a beer with a name that they've released before. And it's like, okay, we won't be busy that day. Be- they knew that they weren't going to be as busy because it wasn't a unique wasn't, named yeah. beer. You know what I mean? So they it just, you know, and there was another uh, super popular brewery releasing something close to them. So they're like, okay, that'll work out perfect. But if they if they were to take one of their popular beers and put it in a different can or a different uh, a can with a different name, they'd have a, line, a sellout in a line. With the same exact product, and that's and that's speaking to what Smutty Nose does. It's 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 you know it's an old dog and a label. It's a you know it's a guy just an old creaky guy in a chair smoking a pipe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that does not resonate to the you know what I mean mumble rap fucking world of fucking Instagram. Yeah, don't don't be bringing up like mumble rap. You old heads just just because you mumble all the team all the time doesn't mean you <laughs> rap, son. Uh, <laughs> but, Gucci, Gucci gang. 
but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's 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 sad to see them go. I mean, I've always liked Spunny Nose. I I've actually probably had more Spunny Nose on draft over the past year or so than bottles. I'd go into place, but oh, Spunny Nose, yeah, man, I'll get that on draft. I'll be first to say I haven't bought as much, but then again, you know, I haven't. I kind of haven't been buying beer like crazy like I used to. So it's it is what it is. Do you know what I mean? But I'll tell you what. Every time I went to like a weird mix of six, and I was like, I just want to get a, a, a I want to get a six pack of beers I want to drink and not think about and i say that in a positive way not in a negative way like i just want to drink beers and if there was a robust porter in there i got it every fucking time i love that you just want to you just want to have a beer and enjoy the beer yeah yeah without like think thinking about it too much pairing it piece by piece what's the one of those don't they have the one where like there's a guy driving like a motorcycle through like a mud pit isn't that their one label I think it's one of their newer IPAs, if it is. I think you might be confusing that with maybe a Captain Lawrence beer, though, for some reason. No, I'm going to have to Google this one. Siri, okay. we're going to have to talk to Siri on well, this you, one. Well, you, you Google that, and then we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna kind of... I think we kind of covered all we can cover about yeah, that we, stuff. I'm I think so. so, if you're middle of the road, um, either sell out or... Pee break. Uh, or, 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 or just time. retract. <laughs> let's uh, let's cut to our sponsor. Thank you. Actually, we don't have one. So uh, let's just jump to the next subject. The next thing we're going to do, talk about today, and try to keep it tidy. We're already getting close to an hour, but that's all right. I can ramble longer. Is uh, rate beer. Um, rate beer, I've actually, I've never really fucked with them. Really at all? Like if I, I I've never been in like a oddly enough as someone who does you know talking about the YouTubes and rating stuff on the YouTubes. <laughs> actually, well I haven't rated shit on YouTube in years. I just kind of talk about what I like. I actually don't fuck with rating sites that much. But if I do, if I do go and rate a beer, um, or if I want to go to a rating site, I would always go to Beer Advocate. It just came off as an made more sense to me as as far as a the way the site was structured, um. It, beer advocate came up more like is the beer good or bad whereas rape beer was more like there was a bjcp nerdy thing about it just kind of bothered me yeah I would, honestly i never used either of them i think I beer beer really... advocate or like or untapped untapped like, was kind, was kind of like the ones i went i'm towards. talking about before untapped existed no but ah. i'm just saying like but like, <laughs> like those were the two like if i was to look at something yeah like rape beer never came into mind and the only time they really in our in my point of the industry, for some reason, they always seem like that was the one that people would hype, though. Like, so a lot of times I'd go into a market and people would have shelf talkers. I was just going like, to say. That's like the- a, it's a 98 on rapier. And I'm like, well, you don't say beer advocate. You, you're not giving, like, multiple sites. Mm. You know, it's just rapier. And, and was that Joe Blow on rapier or was it, like, the, the founders, like, the guys that actually did the editorial and the writing for them? Because I know, like, with beer ad- advocate, they did, like... Was like the BA Brothers or whatever, Alstrom like, Brothers. Yeah. yeah, like so they had their own rating, but then it was like the overall site rating of what people had it at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Rapier, it was just like here's a rating. Okay, was that Matt? Here's a bunch of was, people. Was, was was Matt saying that, or was it that every was that the average? Well, and and that kind of leads into the kind of discussion we're going to have about Rapier, which is they came out with their awards, and their awards are kind of you know like a, a site driven awards. Yeah. First things first, um, they are, you know, partially owned by ABM Bev, so they're ZY, um, what is ZA it, ZA Ventures? ZX Ventures. ZX Ventures. Something like that. Is a, like an online kind of like editorial kind of thing and conglomerate that is funded by ABM Bev and they I, I, bought I, Rape Beer. I think so, they're the same one. They're the same uh, conglomerate that bought the brewing Yeah, company, the, the, Northern the Northern Brewing. Brewing. So it, it, 
it was curious to kind of go into this season's um, Rape Beer Awards in a couple different angles. And we'll try to cover them here <laughs> in, in, in as tidy as we possibly can. But the first things first, the awards come out. They have a bunch of breweries listed. Did anything kind of pop out at you guys as far as like who was on the list and like who is like the best brewers here, when, the best brewers there and all that kind of stuff? I think, I think the, the one that caught my eye was like, a, and I mean, it didn't catch my eye because it was bad. Uh, I think the top 10 in the world, you know, or whatever. I mean, pretty accurate. You know, you got your McKellar's, your Tolal, um, was Omnipolo on there, I believe. Toll wasn't on there, but... I was, looked was, at uh, none of the list. Well, was, I mean, they, 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 no, they, their top ten the, was... The top hundred. Oh, they, top hundred. But their yeah. top ten was Hill Farmstead, Cloudwater, Trillium, Alesmith, Cycle... I take Omni- that back. I did see that list. Omnipolo, <laughs> Other Half, Cigar <laughs> City, Mickler or McKellar, depending on where you live, and Evil Twin. Yeah. Which, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Some of those it, are no, it, like, it's, not really a surprise. No. Like, I'm not surprised by that list. Um... You know, and and I think, like I said, I think it, it breaks it down. There's a hundred that they did. The top ten were just highlighted, and they did the same with like best new beer, and then they broke it down by region, mm-hmm. styles, all this other stuff. Of, but to, of the list you just read out, I think the only one that I didn't know and I had to to look up was uh, Cloudwater. Yeah, same here. And that's the one that kind of like I wanted to have a conversation about because um, Cloudwater is from England. I'm, we actually shared one of their beers. We had a little bit of it here. It was a collab. So I've had a them. tiny splash of this beer, therefore I'm an expert. At that yes, uh, but uh, oddly enough, um, I had someone from the United Kingdom, you know, decide to send me some beers, mm-hmm. and it was a bunch of cloud water. Actually, it was four cloud water cans, four four verdant cans, and then a couple other beers. And in like, it was literally being delivered the day after these awards came out. You know what I mean? So it was like in transit. And uh, and awards came out, and I kind of looked at it, and I was like, okay, you know, Hill Farm said sure, Trillium sure, yeah. you know what I mean, Ale Smith absolutely, Cycle, um, Cycle sure, your pastry shop, Florida shit, got to get on. Omnipolo, I dig, um, you know, if they're there's prices- a lot, there's a lot of like Omnipolo is one of those ones which they have a lot of hits, yeah, but they also have a lot of misses, which I'm totally fine with because but, you throw, I'm, I yeah, like, but like, I, like I, I know what you're saying, like they take that risk, man, they just do crazy stuff, and sometimes it hits and it's awesome. But then again, like, I don't know, like, maybe some of the stuff I'm getting is, like, old on the shelf because it's not selling because it's, you know, I, they just posted a picture today. I think it was, like, a pallet of Lucky Charms and marshmallows. Like, so, the, you know, something along those <laughs> yeah. lines. So, like, they're doing crazy stuff, but, like, sometimes maybe you're just getting it on the shelf and it's a little old because it's coming from overseas and then it's, like, crazy flavors that you don't want. But but then you go through the rest of the list. You know what I mean? You have other half sure, Scar City, absolutely, Mickler, uh, Evil Twin, whatever. And then Cloudwater stuck out to me because I never had anything from them. They're not from the states. They're from the UK. Yeah. But then I started to look at the list uh, uh, from a distance and be like, Are these the best top ten breweries in the world? Or are they the top ten because this is what more the most people wanted to talk about? You know, if you go on like Amazon and you look at reviews, almost all the reviews are like negative. Most of the time, because they're like, no one talks about something being awesome. They don't go, wow, this thing's fantastic. Let me go write reviews on it. They go, oh, man, I'm fucking pissed. This thing sucks. I'm going to say it fucking sucks. Really? It, yeah. I, get mo- I see mostly positive reviews on stuff that I look yeah. at on Amazon. But, but the thing, well, the point I'm I get trying to make that is that people talk about what they want to talk about because <sighs> I lack I lack the conciseness of how I want to frame this. 
they're they're breweries that people want to talk about because they want people to know they drink them or they want to talk about them. I'm not saying they're not good. These are all fantastic breweries. But are they the best breweries in the world? Are they the most most coveted, uh, not hyped, but but more... They're doing the it styles. They're doing things that people are talking about. I mean, because I could easily throw on that list, like, La Trap. Like, as being one of the best in the world. They're just killing it. You know, with what they do. But who's out here talking about Belgian doubles? Who's talking about barrel age triples? Not really. Like, all those guys that are on the list, they're doing hazy IPAs. They're doing mm-hmm. sours. They're doing saisons. They're doing big big pastry stouts. Like, they're doing the hot brands. You know, there's not one person on that list that's not doing, like, that style. Yeah. Right. And I, and, and I said, I mean, Cloud Water stood out for me, too. Because I never and, had and, them, and, never saw them. And that was and that was the kind of where I wanted to go with it, which was Cloudwater is like one of the only breweries I know of. Now I know of a couple, but only ones I only one I know of doing these kind of hit you know, like I was gonna say hipster, but whatever. Super popular styles in the United Kingdom. I'm sure there's more. You know what I mean? But this is the one that you hear about and this is the one that does it the most. Are they number one because of that? Because they're 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 a they're a, a, a whatever size fish in 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 a very 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 small pond. I I likened it to like every year like Yao Ming would get voted number one in the NBA or Ichiro would always get number one votes in the MLB because they were just like you know everybody from the you know the the Pacific Rim would vote for them because that was their guy. Yeah. Well, here it, it, this is all the whole. Of the UK and Europe voting for Cloudwater because that's their guy and that's why they're not, that's why they're top ten. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that why they're they're up there, yeah, are, yeah, or yeah. is it on merit? Now I've had their beers and they're pretty freaking tasty. So uh, yeah, it I, is what it is. But but I I, th- I think it's a little homerism, like you were saying. Like if this is based on the uh, the ratings from Rape Beer, which is user ratings. Do we know what the, the yeah they're I, based off? No, because because they also had they had a top ten of best ratings. Okay. Like they they list like usernames. The members of this list uh, reflect the top performing brewers yeah. of, of over twenty four thousand listed at Rate Beer. Yeah, so so, so you, it's like so yeah. so you're looking at all these people in England that might be voting for Cloudwater because it's the only thing. Like my only experience with like the English like UK beer scene is 2014 Scotland. Mm-hmm. Craft beer is not really that big over there. <laughs> like it, like you go in there and it, I mean it's. It's your Guinness. It's your your staple stuff. Like I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like Fullers and British names, like things that you know. But it's not like I'm not. I wasn't over there going like, oh man, like this this you know IPA or this like barrel aged stout or anything like that. No, it was you know tenants, mm-hmm. tenants ice cold Guinness, you know. And then like every once in a while you would have something. But it was it was always like a ninety shilling, a sixty shilling, mm. you know, a, a English style bitter. Like it wasn't the U.S. styles, and we're only going back three, four years ago. You know, so like maybe, like I said, I think a, a lot of it might be a, like a homerism thing. Like this is our this is our dog in the fight. But is it? it, it, it go ahead. It could it, it could be like this is like Cloudwater is really the only maybe the only one in the U.K. like kind of paying attention to to our scene and seeing what American brewers are doing and being like, hey, this seems like it's pretty popular with 
with the American consumer, let's try it here. You know, it's like in going back to, to Canada, cause I know some breweries up there, like we've had yeah. a bunch of them. Um, you have somebody like high road, but the more well-known brewer Bellwoods, they're doing stuff with Trillium now, you know, mm-hmm. granted they're not on that list, but like they're kind of, they seem to be the ones paying attention to this market in a sense. No, no, it makes sense. See what I mean? But but are they paying attention to the market because they it's what sells easily sell? Like it's like they're making the super popular beer. Does that does that make them a good brewer, or is it just making the person that decided to make the super popular beer? Um, I don't think it it not necessarily makes them a good brewer because you know without doing anything with Trillium, they already have very super like very popular brands with it like. They don't need to do a hazy IPA necessarily to have somebody to have a line out the door for a barrel-aged beer that they're doing, you know? Yeah, but I think when when you look at the list, like, you know, you, the guys that you're looking at on the list, like, mm. cater to the U.S. style. What's popular here. And that's, here. that's kind of what, I'm, yeah, what yeah, I was getting yeah, at. Yeah, like, I mean... I said, are like, they the ones that are... No, but who's to say, like, I mean... There's no Australian brewers on there. Who's yeah. to say there's not dudes down in Australia that are doing craft beer oh, well, that's killing it down there that is only popular to, like, that region? Yeah. Or whatever, like, maybe maybe down there, like, Dunkel, like Dunkels are very, very big, and there's some guys doing some <laughs> kick-ass Dunkels. You know, I, I'm sure in the land of, you know, Southern Hemisphere hops that Dunkel Risens are you, absolutely fucking blowing up. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, it, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, but but anything. And like nothing else. No, but, but I'm just saying, like, any style or any place, like, mm-hmm. like there's no French brewers. There's no, no, like, you know, German, like, traditional German types. Like, who's to say? Like, it seems like, and I'm, I'm not bashing any brewer on that list because I've had all their stuff, like McKellar and Evil Twin. Like, I drink that stuff. That's mm. what I like to see. But it's one of those where it's just, like, their beers translate to U.S., yeah, it's a you. They're they're big stouts. There's they're big flavored hop beers. You know, like so, that's what it looks like. It is like it's rape beers. It's like these are the top ten doing yeah. like the styles that we like. Yeah. Well, flip the script too. And when is it us being like? What's the word I'm looking? Uh, like a land of riches bunch of assholes here because. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, is Cloudwater good just because they're the only game in town? And I'm like, okay, Hill Farmstead, Trillium, fucking other half, you know, Evil Twin. Those are all breweries we can drive to. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when is it us going, oh, those breweries are great because those are the ones that we get. You know what I mean? Like, like when we flip the script and go, be like, maybe that's why we're voting those breweries the best in the world because those are the ones next up fucking us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And is that just me being totally myopic and being like, okay, it's just good beer wins. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I honestly went into this going, man, Cloudwater, I know I've heard of them because they didn't, you know, they did some collabs. I heard of them before the list came out. I never had anything from them. And it was a cool little roller coaster mentally to go through it because I was like, okay, I'm getting some in the mail. I'll see if it's good. And then this list comes out while it's in transit going, okay, now I know. It's just, you know what I mean? Just, mm-hmm. it's the Ichiro effect. It's just, it's just popular because everybody's voting for it. And now I'm three bears deep and I'm like, yeah, this is all fucking fantastic, delicious beer. So yeah. it's like, it's like a weird roller coaster my brain went on, and it was, it was, it's a weird thing. And I, I think also like the, the what we have to touch on with the list, and I mean, it's all opinion. It's all, yeah. And every everyone looks at it different, and even the guys on the list, like, 
I mean, personality-wise and, and, and some of those brewers and stuff like that, I want to say Omnipolo. Like like I said, I, I thought I said it was Tolal. It was Omnipolo. Um, but, like, you way know. To, way to fuck it up, Brad. Well, I follow both of them on Instagram, and I know it was one of them. But, like, when the list came out, like, they put it up, like, hey, we were rated, you know, this is awesome, blah, 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 blah. And then you had McKellar was just like, oh, the top ten breweries in the world just came out. And they posted a list, and it was just, like, Golden Road, Devil's Backbone, AB and Bev. Like, all the ten of them, it was just all, you know, so, the, like, there's a craft person going, like, we don't give a shit about your list. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but, I mean... I wouldn't expect less from him. That's been his stance and that's been his MO, like him and Brewdog or like those two that are just like, screw you. Like we do this because we do this. We don't do this because it's popular. We don't do it because we make stuff that you want or whatever. Like it's, it's like they're kind of like that punk rock, like we don't give a shit attitude. But I said, but like, and then you have like your Omnipolos or like other guys that, that they like received it very well. Like, oh, that's awesome. We got an award. You know, like we were rated top beer so like i said it's everything's like so subjective with it but i think what it is it's just because you know i don't like matt was saying like are we that self-centered or whatever it is about like our market but the u.s is probably the largest beer market in the world per capita like amount money spent per capita or whatever it is you know so i know it's just like these things are styles and these styles that are happening are popular because of the United States and they're catering to us. I'm sure they make other beers overseas that, you know, and there's other craft brewers out there, but like, no, I said, I mean, like I like the list, but again, like six of them are (laughs) within like a four hour drive of us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's look at the voting aspect of thing of things in that. Where do you think, basing the voting on just purely just the total aggregate score of an open source website. How fair do you think? Do you think that's super fair? Do you think that's super dumb? Do you, like, where does that land for you as far as like, you know, telling the truth for the lack of a better term? Huh, that's I'm, interesting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to just let it be that open, let, let just slapping the wind. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I think it, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. I mean, you're gonna have people that are so over articulate with it that are reading too much into it, breaking down every beer to the minuscule whatever, and then you're gonna have the other side of it where it's just like, well, I don't like, I don't like this beer, but they don't understand it, like they don't know the style or anything like that. So you're gonna have both spectrums. So you're gonna come to like a median range, but I don't know. I think I, I, I think, think it would. I you think also have more to. Like, you also have to look into like how many people just rated it and then didn't say anything. Yeah, didn't say whether they like like they just gave it a number, and were, that was that was the extent that of thought that went into the product. Like, but does that discount it? Like, does I don't that think count so. it? That's what I'm saying. How like how often? If I don't use Untapped really much anymore, but how often do you write like a nine page article about every beer you put? I'm in not there? saying a nine page article, just like something, anything, but anything at all. Is it was my point? But and that's the thing. It's a weird world to live in, to where it's like I, I actually. You wish there was some way you could just click a button and be like, okay, drop twenty percent off the top and the bottom, mm-hmm. and then let me know where that lands, and just kind of filter it out through there. Because there's probably truth in the middle. That's usually when it yeah. comes to anything. There's the truth is always in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're but, g- you're gonna have a handful of people that are just gonna badmouth it because they don't like the brewery, and then you're gonna have a handful of people that are gonna blow it because it's that brewery. Yeah. 
So, like, I think that's what, yeah, you have to, like, bell curve it. Just drop it off, like you said, take off the top 20%, bottom 20%, and, where and, we at in the middle. And mm-hmm. and then you flip it back to the AB InBev side of things, which is, I skimmed through the list and I didn't see one of their products there. Now, is that just how the scoring came out? Or do you think they purposely go out of the way to make sure their beers weren't involved to, to, to kind of gain some kind of, like, pseudo-legitimate... Uh, goodwill, you I'm, know. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure if we delved into the list when it comes to like the styles and the breakdown and all that, that that there's AB brewers on there. You know, now probably. for the for the top brewers, I can understand that. Like, I mean, because you look at the ones that they have. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna try to badmouth them, but they're not. Most of them aren't putting out like stunning beers every single day. You know, your Goose Island mainline stuff isn't setting the world on fire you know but like bourbon county stout is the one that people go after yeah you know so so that's the thing it, it, i mean like when you're looking at it like Golden, jones you can't hand me beer and bottle openers and talk at the yeah. same time just so everybody knows <laughs> that's why those weird the, awkward, the awkward silence of uh, no but like but, but but you look at you look at like uh like golden road it's like they're making fruited wheat beers and stuff like that that's not something that people are gonna be like oh yeah like that's the most amazing brewery ever yeah like i, I love mean their, crushable I, beers i, I guess I have, it, to, I have to get their raspberry wheat yeah but i mean like when it's hot out or something like that give me a mango cart or whatever like that i'll crush it all day don't care it's like juice but like, that's what i'm saying so like i think when it comes to the breweries that th- they've been buying and stuff like that none of them are like these guys like like a hill farmstead or a uh, like rare barrel or the brewery out of the like, California where they're just just so you guys know we're gonna go into this that we cracked one of my beers and these guys took like fifteen ounce pours on a two ounce beer. But I'm no, gonna, like I'm gonna be some out of my glass. No, see, we're we're drinking out of markedly <laughs> differently shaped glasses. Ours are flat and all in the bottom. Oh, okay. Yours dives deep. No, I'm mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, we probably have closed about the same amount of liquid. Uh no, judging by how much was in the bottle, I'm like hey, it takes <laughs> no, but but getting back to that, like no, like I mean, like the the AB craft brands that are out there, like they're everyday drinking type of beers that are produced now within the twelve, the twelve breweries of AB. Mm. You know, really, like those guys are only known for like the one time a year type of stuff that they put out, like Goose Island or some of the big barrel age stuff, like your, your black angel coming out of wicked weed. Like these guys aren't putting out just like stunning beers that people are clamoring over every single day. And it seems like that that's that list. It's like those guys are putting out big beers like every single day. Well, now to take it one other kind of twist further. So you have, a rating, you have ratings come out from Rate Beer, a rating web, website which, which brewers openly and secretly loathe. You know, uh, they just can't stand it, even though they serve a purpose in in the world. A, a, a rating website that's owned by the company that almost every brewer brewer universally admonishes and, and destroys when they can because they're doing things wrong yet i saw every single brewer on this list go hey look at us we won best you know brewery we were, we were named we were named, we're, named we're named number one and we're all, on all, all but one of them and mckeller was the only one 
Yeah. So <laughs> like like where how do you guys feel about that to where the, like the the soapboxing is very strong in the community against AB and Bev and the like but when there's some kind of dangly award to be dangled in shiny and all that well, stuff you're not really getting like you're not getting anything except more word of mouth out of this, like yeah, know, but, rapier's not sending, but, but, you, not cutting you a check. Yeah, but every, like, but, but every, 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 righteous in one end, and you, every day you're bashing oh, somebody, yeah. and then you're happy that they gave you an award. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it it's like the Laganitas effect type of. He was all about fuck you, fuck this industry. Like it's me, it's it's mm-hmm. my beer, and then he sells out. Yeah. Oh, we'll never sell out. Well, well what that when, when Heineken cut you a check. That's kind of what happened. Yeah. Like, that wasn't like, oh, we're a partnership now. <laughs> it's like, no, he give you $50 million. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so, like, I said, th- there's only a few of them out there that, like, talk the talk mm-hmm. and walk the walk. Like, type it d- for a stupid cliche. And, I mean, at the forefront of it, it's Brewdog. Yeah. And it's McKellar. Like, they're the two type of guys that have just, from day one, have been like, fuck off. We don't care. You know, now if you come turn around and you tell me James or whatever, and, and like Brewdog sells out, mm-hmm. like in, in sell, then I would be seriously surprised. But like you're talking about somebody that just like a month ago raised like 11 million pound or something over in England, like to crowdsource their new expansion. Like that's how much like their rebel attitude, their punk attitude, is paying off for them. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, it's our way, our beer. You know, and they're sharing they're, it with, they're sharing I, I it with how, their people. Uh, they're almost uh, in too deep at this point. I love how Jones sits here and waxes poetic about Brewdog, and he's like, I was in Scotland, and there was a fucking shit all to drink there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, like, but I'm saying, it general, generally... Not a Brewdog to be found? <laughs> no, they're... they're at re- all. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, in the, in the... That country is devoid of anything. <laughs> no, but, like, in the areas that you were at, they, they just wasn't available like yeah. i mean i was over there golfing i'm in big golf towns and stuff like that in those type of pubs like it wasn't available um i had one craft beer when i was over there it was Loch Ness brewing and that was in dornick like dornick the castle dornick it cost 350 <laughs> about 350 <laughs> but like that was the only place that we had like craft beer the rest of it, like I said, it was like you would walk into a place. Like, they had two Guinness taps. Guinness and Guinness Ice Cold. Who the hell is drinking Guinness Ice Cold? I'd rather it, like, piss warm. <laughs> you know, and same with tenants. It was tenants. Like, you know, so like I said, it, it it's like I wasn't putting down the country. I know Brewdog is from there. But it's just one of those. It's like you didn't see that stuff available, mm-hmm. like readily, like in your face. Like you walk into any type of bar now. You can go into VFWs and like mom and pop corner bars in this area, and Lagunitas is on tap, or, or it's fat a, tire, some sort of craft beer. Whether yeah. it sells or not, some sort of craft beer is on tap because yeah. they got talked into yeah. it by the sales guy. And just like that's why we're good. And yeah. <laughs> And Jeff, I'm not. I'm not complaining. You say sleazy word, uh, and just like, <laughs> and just like, uh, and just like Goose with uh, Bourbon County, like everybody's yeah. like fuck Lagunitas, and they're like, that, that, you know, that fucking one hitter will ties drop yet. You know what I mean? Like, can, can we get that Bourbon Barrel Eight Stout six pack for twelve dollars? Do you yeah, know what but, I mean? It's really well made. But when, when we're sitting here talking about like rape beer and it's all subjective and all this other stuff, that's three hundred and sixty four days a year 
that 90% of those people are on there rating beers and bashing AB InBev, and Black Friday comes around, and they're waiting in line. You know, like, so, yeah. like, as much as people want to hate the big guys, the, the, I mean, in some way, they're serving a purpose that they're making bigger beers readily available. Now, I, I don't know how much other breweries are looking at at any other rating site, um, but I know we don't look at rate beer at all no, I think, for I, our stuff. I, 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 I think, it I is entirely is untapped. Yeah. Untapped has taken over, and it goes back to your yeah. like five-second iPhone mentality. Yeah. Everybody's on their phone. They snap a picture. They go on Untapped because it's an app. Yeah. And that's what we look at. If yeah. you don't pay attention to Untapped as a brewer, you're just you're, you deserve to fucking die because you're yeah. honestly you're just not paying attention. Not that that is how you should live. Like there's like I was contacted by a brewer um, about a month ago, uh, somebody I did a review a long time ago, and it's just been floating out there in the ether for a long time. And and he contacted me, and the review was like whatever. It's just not my favorite beer. But it wasn't bad, and it was an old school brewery, and uh, not super well known, but regional. Let's put it that way. And uh, and they were like, oh, blah blah blah, and this and that and the other thing. And then he went on this big long diatribe about how he's like, oh yeah, we're taking all this input from people, and we're letting people kind of tell us what they think about their beers, and we're changing all our beers accordingly of what people say. I'm like, dude, why are you doing that? Like, why are you, I understand there's a fine line between understanding what people enjoy and letting people steer the fucking ship. And it sounds yes. like he was letting someone steer the ship. Mm. You need to listen to the untapped L- world because listen you... to them. If they say something's wrong, nah. don't, don't, freak don't pull, out. don't pull the, the, what's his name. And then don't, don't pull yeah, it. Dis- don't say don't... it. I don't want his name on the, on the thing. No, don't, don't just I... don't pull anyone. Like, I mean, don't, yeah. don't be a red haired, red haired. No, but like no, but douchebag. No, but like, how many people have flipped out about? I wasn't talking about him. Oh, okay. No, but I was going to say, don't pull a dystopian state. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But, but, yeah. Gonna, but there's so many brewers out there that like have had certain type of meltdowns over like how their 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 beers are. By being the way, perceived. Jonesy's a red haired ginger, so I'm allowed to make fun of him. I am. I definitely have the Irish. I, have <laughs> I mean, the, of the I, I have those of the Irish three of us, you have the most hair on their head. <laughs> Yeah, but I, yeah, got, yeah. I do have a... But it's I not do, red. I do have a reddish beard. Sure. Wow, uh, you guys are fucking bald. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, shaved head? Thank yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, listen, if it wasn't shaved, it wouldn't it'd be still that. It would still yeah. be bald, yeah. too. Don't, don't yeah, it still would be bald. That's why I should... You no. can lie to us. Don't lie to yourself. No, but I think that's the thing. It's like, you can look at it. And I mean, we, we had a conversation um, two weekends ago with uh, when we were talking with Will and yeah. um, after the interview at... at uh, equilibrium. equilibrium and we were saying to him we we're like you know how much do you pay attention to that and this was off camera or off whatever and I, I was talking to him and like before the the release and he was just like you can't you can't beat yourself up about it i mean but you need to take note absolutely like this happened for a reason okay well how can we change that or how can we tweak it or whatever it is but you can't just sit there and just be like oh, this motherfucker Telling me, telling, telling me, me that he doesn't, he doesn't like the oats in my beer. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, there's so many brewers out there that are doing their style, their way. I mean, and we can go, like, in our area and stuff like that. You got great places like like Bond. Dude's just killing it with, like, traditional English-style beers. That's not setting up, like, that's not blowing up your uh, your feed on any yeah. of these sites. 
But you go down there and you have his beer and you talk to him and you see his passion. Like you understand why he's doing it. Right. And, and that's the thing. I think you need to take note of why they're saying what they're saying and tweak it accordingly. But you can't let the inmates run the asylum. Yeah. You got to take, take the criticism. It's still your art. Yeah. Take, take the feedback, take the criticism. Don't freak out over it. Um, and kind of respond after you've taken a step back, <laughs> you know. And honestly, the the the, the juxtaposition let's Ooh, use that big, word big word between like what we started the conversation with and where we are now they're the same thing. If you really think about it, no, they are. Like, because it's like if if, if Smutty Nose paid attention to the pulse of the people and about where brewing was going and changed in 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 was able to course correct and do what they did, whether it be, you know, marketing wise, like Joe talked about the labels, whether it be beer wise, whether it be, you know, just get some fucking silver sticker cans, who knows? Yeah. The world can be a a big different place, but it's also like things like this where it's like, where do breweries like Cloudwater, where do breweries like other half, where do they go from now? Go from here being at the top. Do you know is what it, I mean? Like, do do they keep? Are they nimble enough to fucking change the conversation, pivot, and do something different when this shit changes? Because it's gonna fucking change. Oh yeah, the, some... the, the, the super hazy beer is gonna change. Are they gonna be uh, have the tools and have the ability to change and do what they need to do when that fucking shit goes down? It'll happen quick. And that's gonna be owners listening to brewers. And, and that's gonna... being able to like take the advice from their brewer and being like, no, we gotta let's let's try yeah. one of these. Owners beers. took advice from brewers that everybody would be making colches and pilsners. So Absolutely we know that. not. <laughs> no, but, but I also think you need like a little bit of diversity amongst your brewing team, also. Like, Absolutely, you know, like if your head brewer is comfortable with one style. Well, we're talking about some of these breweries are not. No, but but some largely staffed. Yeah, but no. you no, but like you you look at. I mean, they at least have one or two extra yeah. brewers on the side. Like you need to take that input. You need to see their strength, stuff like that. Yeah, you're not the head brewer, but like, you know, the, the yeah, that's the assistant. He might be very good with dark beers. If that turns, that the next step is it's going to go darker. No. stuff like that. Like then maybe it's his turn to step up. You know, like I said, like, so that's where a bigger, a bigger player like a Sam Adams has that ability to, 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 to catch the market and turn with it. No, see, see, you're wrong. Sam Adams had the ability to shun, shun the market for a year or two and then to finally acquiesce and decide to do what everybody else is doing. Cause Sam Adams chose not to make a fucking IPA for, yeah, years after yeah, it was yeah, popular and actually it, touted but the brewery out in California still not make an IPA but they like circumvent it by hopping up other things but but, but it, the, brewery? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the brewery the brewery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they do it. But, but, no but, but the, like but I think they the learned point, that lesson though that that was the lesson learned was like we didn't adapt fast enough but the point you're making they won't it, make it is, again. is one of the best points you could ever have in life which is knowing what you don't know and knowing enough to let somebody else help you or do something that you don't know how to do yeah. I never learned that lesson, and but when we actually went down, I went and interviewed Matt uh, Ziegler from Zigmeister Brewing. They just started doing like the kind of more hazy IPAs uh, several months ago because they went out and got somebody 
that knew what they were doing on that end of things to help them out and make those things. And it takes a lot for a person to do that, to admit yeah. that you not don't know anything. I still haven't done it, and then one day it'll happen. You know what I mean? And then, uh, yeah, and well, then, uh, Op Ivy said it. All I know is that I don't know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. I am simply the messenger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. I, th I think I we're think done. So, yeah, yeah I, I think we should just wrap it up on that. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. we're a tidy just... hour and hour and fifteen, hour and twenty. So that'll be I'll good. Be like so hour nice. hour five after he cuts out half the shit I said. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna cut out the first fifteen minutes because that was us just rambling before the. Oh yeah, yeah. What went we on, were talking but... about hot sauces and shit. Yeah, hot we sauce. It was shush. You're a Go ahead. You're late for a, a shot of uh, hot, hot sauce. sauce. So oh, on yeah, that, I gotta, I gotta hit the Thai sauce. <laughs> on, yeah, yeah. on that note, we're gonna take off. Thank you guys for listening. Um, seriously, um, reach out to us. Uh, we're gonna have individual emails eventually, but right now, if you want to send anything to massivebeers at gmail.com, questions, inquiries, uh, subject topics, uh, breweries you want us to visit, we're gonna we have a bunch of breweries lined up, stuff like that. If you'd like to reach us individual, again, you can do that for now until we get everything set up. And uh, go on the go on the iTunes and the Stitchers and the Google Plays and all that stuff of the world and, and rate and uh, things actually matter. Uh, rate five stars and do all that stuff because that happens and then more people listen and we could do stuff like this and we could travel some more and do what's what we are doing now just on a more kind of I want to say refined scale but it's not going to get more refined. No. no. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the website no. should be up soon if our guy stops. Going yeah, skiing. yeah. Well, he's on vacation if, if, so, when, he's, yeah. when he stops going skiing over but, in, in Colorado or but, California. But spread the word. Beermassive.com. Uh, you can go there. It takes us to the SoundCloud uh, if you want to go to the. Uh, we have the Instagrams. We have the Facebooks. Oh, we the do have the Facebooks. Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff. Jonesy's in, Jonesy's in charge of correspondence on the Facebooks. Oh, yeah. And Shout out uh, to my boy in Nevada. Yeah. What, what was his name? <laughs> we, got, we got a name can, drop I, now. I, yeah, Everybody's yeah. clamoring for their phone now. But uh, uh, Here, yeah. I'll, I'm going to pull it up here because we, we did have a shout out already from Nevada, which was awesome. Like, uh, But I said, I mean, to, to know that we have that, that type uh, of reach already. Bill... Yeah, Bill. Gegenheimer, if yeah. I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. Yeah, look at that. He, like, Joe does, if it's not, like, Irish and Scottish, Joe doesn't know how to pronounce it, so yeah. don't worry about that. But, <laughs> but Bill, Nevada, shout out. And and Bill, Nevada, sounds mad cool. Like, that guy would totally take all your money in a card game. Bill, but, Nevada, <laughs> took me for everything. Uh, it's like the Borax kid from Futurama. But hopefully hopefully you guys enjoyed this little roundtable. Um, go check out the previous um Two weeks brewer interviews. We have a next week's uh, brewer interview will be um, Matt Ziegler and his crew from uh, Zigmeister Brewing. It'll be we typically post these Wednesdays at four p.m. That's my gig. I'm gonna start doing that. And uh, yeah, go uh, go check out everything. Reach out to us. Say if you uh, dig it. If you hate it, anything in between. And uh, hopefully uh, you guys keep tuning in and hopefully making good stuff. And hopefully see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.